my secret superpower is my knack for attracting anything pop culture like I don't even go looking for it it just comes to me and I know anything that's happening that's part of pop culture <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen that was Flo hi I do not think I have any superpower but I do have a great hunger for entertainment all things entertainment the easiest way to get my attention or to change my mood if I'm in a bad mood is to put on anything movie or TV show related and that's it you have my 100% attention so yeah and that is Tanvi hello Special mention to our social media partners, Bollywood Direct. You can find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Bollywood Direct. And we are continuing with our quintessential Hindi movie series. And to find out how we define quintessential, check out our intro episode. Every podcast is divided into four categories: fashion, acting, favorite songs, and our favorite scenes. Hi and welcome to another episode of Movie Wala podcast. And today we are talking about Kayamat Se Kayamat Tak, another movie in our quintessential Hindi movie series. This movie came out in 1988. Prime Minister of India was Rajiv Gandhi, and one interesting thing that happened was the voting age reduced from 21 to 80 in India. The director of this movie was Mansoor Khan. This was his first movie. The producer was Nasir Hussain, who is Mansoor Khan's father. Music was by Anand Milan, and these are two people, Anand and Milan. And it was introducing two actors, Amir Khan and Juhi Chawla. Kayamat Se Kayamat Tak is the story of Rashmi and Raj who fall in love and find out that their families have a long generational feud, and they elope. The rest of the story is about what happens when their families find out where they are and come after them. All right. Let's dive into what are your initial thoughts about the movie? What did you think? I absolutely love the movie. Rewatchability score is like 100% for this movie. <laughs> right? I mean, we didn't forward a single scene. We didn't have like a single moment where like, oh my god, let's get done with this and fast forward it. Yeah. It was such a feel good movie and I was actually telling my husband because he doesn't like watching movies which are sad or have a sad ending. Hmm. And I, he hasn't ever seen this movie. So I was telling him that he has to see this movie because after watching it again I was like there was except for like the last 30 minutes or 20 minutes there is not a dull moment in this movie there's nothing sad about it you actually have a really good and you get excited you want to know there's a curiosity towards the end what's going to happen so I'm like since he has never seen it I'm mm. like you're going to enjoy it so much more true i am so jealous <laughs> of people who haven't seen the movie and then when they get to see it for the first time they're like oh my god blown away right i know because such movies are not coming out and i feel like we don't get to experience that feeling anymore so people who haven't seen these movies they are in a unique position to feel all of these wonderful feelings No. at a grown up age right like absolutely i agree so what did you think about the fashion in this movie so it was made in 1988 so i think it's kind of like a weird face it's kind of like an 80s fashion going to the 90s so i don't know i i liked it 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 was not like cringe worthy or anything but it just that on a general note i felt like you know the fashion in the movie it didn't kind of stand out to me as much like i said you know it wasn't bad at all it, but i feel like it just didn't stand out for me what did you think 
I actually liked that it didn't stand out because sometimes I feel like, you know, movies are not supposed to make a fashion statement. Like if they end up making that's great, but if you're not focusing on people's clothes and jewelry and background and music, I feel like the movie's actually doing its part. Like it's all blended in so well. That's a good take on it. Yeah. And I really liked how real everything felt. Like it's a love story. It's a Hindi movie. So everything has, and there was drama, there was emotion, there was everything. But it still felt like it could happen to anybody around you. It seemed very real. So I liked that fashion was very real. And I especially liked Juhi Chawla's wardrobe because I felt if I lived in India, that's how I would dress. And I kind of like, I have a special soft spot for modest Indian clothing. Yeah. with earthy color tones which are not really bright hmm. but more in like maroons and reds and right. you know softer colors so i kind of really liked her wardrobe because i felt like if i could i would actually dress like that so when the clothes don't stand out in a movie it means that the characters have kind of owned you know what they wore right it was just part right. of it yeah that's, that's my opinion yeah, yeah that's wow. what i think yeah that's a good point yeah Oh so one more uh, interesting th- thing about fashion in this movie was I was googling uh, fashion you know costume designers for this movie and four names came up out of which two of them are actually uh, one is Amir Khan's sister own sister and then another one is Amir Khan's cousin sister who's also the sister of the director of the movie so it was kind of like a family thing that was happening you know <laughs> I know it was like yeah. a yeah I think they just gave I mean probably they helped them out pick out what to wear and it really seemed like clothes they picked out from like everyday outside right. like pick so it felt like they felt they should just give them yeah. credit because they helped them shop for the yeah, cast or something absolutely. yeah it, it actually looked like that you know they just shopped at regular places and picked out clothes for the character you know which exactly. is which is perfect yeah Yeah so that was right. fashion. Let's move on to music. The music in this movie is iconic. Like it is I think one of the reasons that made this movie really popular was the music and I just love the music. It's like uh, there was music coming up. The uh, the lyrics hadn't even started and we were watching it together and I was like messaging you, "I love this song." And you were like There's no song. I can't hear anything. And I was like, yeah. no, it's just, just I'm just addressing the music right now. Even the prelude or right. you know, yeah. I was like, even that itself is bringing out all these feelings in me. So yeah, the music oh. is so romantic. It is so wonderful. Even like the first song, which is not romantic, Papa Kehte. Oh. I'm like, it's like quintessential uh, song for. kids like when you graduate or anything oh you know God. you have to have yes. that song <laughs> i was just going to say that the song was kind of it's it's kind of like a passage into adulthood for every uh, 90s kid i think yeah i couldn't agree more the song would play it has to be there in our school farewells and things like that yeah absolutely adorable song and speaking of that song there was a little cameo by amir khan's first wife reema she was so sweet i mean everybody in the song i loved the choreography as well like i was looking at everybody and they were doing even that couple who does like a jive like they do jive and it's like they do it to perfection and it's like oh my god where are these people like who does this like even i don't know even anybody in my age group who can do it so well so yeah yeah so that song is like very memorable in so many ways And even the lyrics like if you think about it they're so different like you can't you there hasn't been ever a song which you know use papa or you know mm. stuff like this like the words they are very like 
part of life, everyday language. So, and they were written by the veteran lyricist Majru Sultankari. And in the past, I've liked a lot of his work, but mm-hmm. I think in this movie, I guess this is the first one where I fell in love. Like, oh my god, right. all the words, everything. And also, I this was the first thing uh, Mansoor Khan did when he wanted to make the movie. So he replaced his dad's regular Adi Berman with mm-hmm. the musician, new, uh, fairly new musicians Anand Milan. So it kind of broke his dad's heart, but but then we know what happened to the songs. Well, you know, yeah. and all the songs are sung by Udit Narayan and Alka Yagnik. Mm. And this was one of their first albums that they worked in. And before this, they were not popular at all. Mm. So this is kind of their first big break as well. This movie kind of uh, opened up opportunities for everyone who was part of the movie, I think, right? Right uh, yeah. from Amir Khan and Juhi Chavla to Anand Milan and... Like you said, uh, except for the lyricist, he was seventy year old. So huh? imagine he wrote "Papa Kete" at the age of seventy. Wow, such a I, fresh young song. I you know. Imagine a seventy year old writing that song. Wow, exactly. that's amazing. That's beautiful. Okay, so what did you think about acting? So this, considering that this was Juhi and Amir's first movie, what did you think? How did they do? I thought they were absolutely perfect. Both of them. It didn't feel like it was their first movie, even though it was. I think Juhi Chavla just had like one movie that was a flop, I think, before this movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So she was just like one movie old and she was Miss India. So you would not expect a Miss India to actually do so well, you know, in her second movie. Right. But my God, both of them and their chemistry was very natural and amazing. And the acting was so real and so, uh, yeah, it was beautiful. And they were so yeah. cute. Like their faces are so innocent and cute and like, they haven't like been yet tarnished by the world and its miseries. They're just so young and youthful. And the way they look at each other is like, oh my God, this is true love. And remember when we were talking, like how Amir Khan looks at Juhi Chawla at one of the parties and just falls in love. No, he actually yeah. looks at her while riding horse. And then that's it. And that, from that moment, you know, that picture stuck in his head and he falls in love just instantly without even having ever spoken to her. And we were talking like, this is the, exactly the unrealistic criteria of how you would find love in life was like put in our heads. And ever since yeah. we are like, oh yeah, someone's going to fall in love with us, like just like that. And it never happened. I was like, where is this guy who's going to fall in love with me? I remember the conversation we had. Yeah. So love at first sight, Bollywood kind of set such unrealistic expectations for people growing up in India. So we, all the girls growing up always assume that a guy would just look at you and fall in love, fall madly in love. Obviously that never happened. No, instead yeah. you find these leeches who stand by the road and like do horrible things and stare at you yeah. it's like dude you're not supposed to stare at me you're supposed yeah. to fall in love yeah, like- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we ended up having roadside romeos i know but i did also wanted to mention juhi chawla's friend mm. shehnaz kudya i think her acting was something that i actually lo- like i have seen this movie several times over the past two three decades right. And her acting is something still I look forward to, like, wait for her to come on screen. I was like, oh, when is that, you know, chirpy little person yeah. going to come and, like, brighten up the space? Right. So, yeah, I really like her. And I have tried to find more about her. Hmm. But there is no information out there. So, if anybody is listening to this podcast and knows what she's up to, please let us know. 
because I'm not just curious. I really do like her work, and I also, you know, have seen her and I know her from different movies. So yeah, she was also on. I think Jojita Bahi Sikandar. Yeah, she was the friend. Yeah, like she has her own screen presence, and you actually notice her when you're watching a movie, which is amazing. And I read some vague information online. Apparently, she's now in the US, and then it said that she's she works as a babysitter, and she has a daughter who's like eighteen or something, and uh, she's into singing. Oh, and you know what? I think she got married to um, like Lakhili's brother, step brother, uh, Mahmood's son. Yeah, not Lakhili, but the other son. Yeah, Mansoor Ali. Mansoor Ali, yeah. I need all of this to be confirmed. Like I want, exactly. like it's so random. Like I, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with whatever she's doing. It just yeah. seems very random like trivia. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, I, I if she that, if it that is what she's doing, I'm interested in knowing how did she get there to yeah. do that, and yeah. you know, because I'm happy to see her on screen again. So if you I know, know, we would uh, love to see her on screen again. And if she lives in the US, maybe we can get. I don't know. Contact her and get her on the podcast. You never know. <laughs> why not? Yeah, why not? Special shout out to her, and also Amir Khan's cousin, mm-hmm. uh, played by Rajendranath Zuchi. Yeah, their chemistry was so good between him and um, Amir Khan. So, like when, like Tanvi mentioned, uh, Amir Khan falls in love with Juhi Chawla, and it's kind of love at first sight for him. But he finds out that she is the daughter of one of their sworn family enemies. Mhm and yeah. then yeah and the cousin is kind of like trying to tell him that you know no it's not a good idea for you to fall in love with her so you know get it out of your mind and he actually listens to him and he wants to forget about her but he can't so the chemistry between the cousins and the conversations they have about this is very it's very natural and it's really uh, very sensible so i really enjoyed uh, that part as well Yeah and yeah. I was I remember thinking while watching the movie like I would love to have like a cousin I could rely so much on or you know like just have a friend who's so sensible. committed and sensible yeah. and you know thinking of your well-being so yeah I really liked that character as well both right. of the friend cousins were yeah excellent they're brilliant yeah and Rajul she he's been he's still working in the movies like he's mm. done such amazing work over the years so he's done pretty well like I've seen him I recently watched Viceroy's house. Mm. He was the yeah, he was a chef in that. So. Right. Oh, yeah. by the way, that's a beautiful movie. So if you guys want to watch it, it's on Netflix now. Yeah, so that is good. And then there's so much about there's so much mystery around the director. Mm-hmm. He, so he is actually Amir Khan's cousin, as we all know. Right. And and then so he's from IIT and then he went on to MIT. So pretty brainy guy. and then he he got into movies so he wanted to direct this movie so this was supposed to be his first movie and when he kind of pitched this idea to his dad apparently the dad was not sure you know whether he can pull it off but we all know what happened so so he actually reworked the whole script because initially uh, nasser hussain was going to make this movie hmm. but then uh, his health was not keeping well and he was not able to go through with it so mm-hmm. his son actually wanted to make jojita wahi sekandar mansoor wanted to make that movie ah. so he went to him and he said okay that sounds good but this one's ready to go on the floor right now mm-hmm. but i'm not up to my health to do this so he asked him to take over so when he took over he was like okay he did he liked the premise of the story but he was not okay with the script and the screenplay mm. so then all of them including amir and his sister and everybody together they all reworked the whole script 
up to Mansoor's uh, aesthetics and yeah. sensibilities. So I think all the things that we are liking in the movie, mm-hmm. they go to credit to Mansoor. Although the credits still say that all of the writing and everything was done by Nasser Hussain. Right. But yeah. having listened to bazillion interviews over the last three decades, uh, the truth is that he actually reworked it and then mm-hmm. redid it. But his original first movie was supposed to be Joji Tawai Sikandar. Uh, that's another classic, right? Wow. Oh, God, it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, It's not a romantic movie, but it is so good. Yeah. But more on that later. Um, so that's how this movie came about. And also, yeah, this the whole mystery behind this guy, the director, is that he did like maybe like three or four movies. And then now, guess what he's doing? What is he doing? He's married with two kids and he's in Uti making goat cheese. I I remember that. Yeah, he's farming. Yeah. yeah. And um, I think he'd come in uh, for a panel discussion for hmm. 20 years of Jojita Vahisikandar or something. Ah. And I remember seeing that panel and he was just like, uh, they were asking him whether he's going to come back and do it. And he was just like, mm, not really. Yeah. I'm happy farming. <laughs> like, wow. I don't want to do this. Yeah, so eccentric, right? Yeah. Yeah. His, but his last, like he did, he has two good movies under his uh, hat. But mm. then the other two, Akele Hum, Akele Tum and Josh. Although I love Akele Hum, Akele Tum. I love it, yeah. But it didn't do that well on in the box office. And yeah. Josh was pretty... Not nice. Yeah. yeah. It was kind of dull. So, yeah. That's a story about him. And Tanvi, do you want to talk about dialogue delivery in the movie? Because it's between two Rajputs, right? Are you are you Rajput too? No, I'm not. Oh, okay. Yeah, but do you want to talk about how they talk? Yeah, so they talk like in a lot of, with a lot of respect, right? It's the most polite way of speaking in Hindi, if it is out there. So she has like, she talks, addresses herself as hum and would address you as hum as well. And she's a very polite diction and soft, it's very soft spoken. But what I actually liked about it was like her character is pretty straightforward and quite feminist and stands for herself and doesn't beat around the bush when she wants to say something. So one of the interesting observations I made having grown up and seen mm. the movie was that I like how they are able to show an Indian woman who is, you know, polite, who is soft spoken, but still very assertive and clear about what she wants. And she just doesn't get scared about, you know, if put uh, in a difficult situation, like one of the scenes that come to mind is when uh, Amir's father addresses her, asks her that, do you like him? And mm. she's like, yes, I do. Like without being arrogant or without being scared. Yeah. And then he's like, does Ahmed like you? He's like, as far as I know, yes, he does. And, you know, we want to be together. And just, you know, going back that it's a Hindi movie and she's a Hindi movie actress placed in 1980, uh, belonging to a conservative, traditional Indian family. The fact that she was able to just say it is a huge step, which might not seem like that to people who are used to being... Who are used to seeing a lot of feminist women who stand up for themselves. Or, you know, who just follow current like Barfi, Bareli Ki Barfi, or, you know, who've been watching Badrinath Ki Dilanya or something. Yes, those women seem like, oh, this seems part of normal life. But it wasn't in 1980. Like, I can't can't imagine telling my father that. So... Um, so yeah, I like that how they created that character and the yeah. language and yeah. yeah. You're absolutely right. Also in 90 going back to 1988. 
uh, Hindi movie was going through the phase where uh, the audience were used to kind of seeing macho men who were all about muscles and fighting and you know all the action movies and everything and women were playing like second fiddle and they were supposed to be just pretty looking and that's about it but i think this came at a time where when you know that was what the audience had were used to seeing on screen and then came these two people who were like very young and very cute but you know each had their own characters and you know we saw juhi chawla who is like you know who's very soft spoken like you said and she's modestly dressed but then she's also very strong internally you know right. yeah so so it was kind of like a breath of fresh air i think to the you know to the audience as well and she was flirting with amir like you know she didn't know that he had already seen her and that he was already in, like kind of interested in her having no idea about that she was the one who was like taking the first step and yeah. asking him to go out and meet on a date or you know meet Absolutely. her for photography session and which was very forward for a woman in 1988 yeah so i was like pretty impressed with that going back to the dialogue delivery i saw this interview where juhi chawla had mentioned about this dialogue delivery where she said that when they would rehearse the lines all the hairdressers and makeup people you know they would kind of wonder ki ye log kya bana rahe hain types you know like because it was so different like the dialogue itself was so different for this movie that they used to wonder oh my god what are they up i can imagine even more because the hindi which is spoken in bombay hmm. versus the hindi which is spoken in delhi it right. itself is so stark apart so now to go even further more into like a uh, politer dialect right. and politer way of thing that's like completely different like not to say like the, there's anything wrong with bombay every area has a way of speaking but bombay hindi is very broken like it's like a mishmash of different languages of people who live there delhi hindi is very clean yeah compared to bombay compared yeah. to bombay and then the hindi these guys were speaking was way more clean and cleaner so what were your favorite scenes oh i think we kind of spoke about it i loved the part where like you said juhi chawla kind of takes the first step and she's kind of like flirting with him but she's flirting with him in such a very sweet you know the way she speaks and i thought it was very adorable so that was one of the yeah one of the things that i really liked she's like oh you know meet me there in the morning i'm going to take photos or some photos of the sunrise and all that yeah it was very yeah. cute yeah i like so, yeah i like the amir part of that same scene exactly the senior talking so yes juhi chawla is doing all of that but i like amir he's like looking at her so cutely and then he's so sheepish when he gets caught he's like she's like humne aapki kuch tasveerein li thi and then he's like uh, uh because he's told his friends that he has no idea he's acting as if like oh who is she oh yeah 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 we yeah. met her and then she comes and says humne aapki kal tasveerein li then he's all like oh and then he makes this really really cute cheapish face and so i really <laughs> like that that was cute i like the whole camp scene like i like uh. how when they go and they are with their friends yeah and i really like that the camp most of the movies they make it all about the actor and actress mm. and the whole like camp is around them and they're dancing and they're doing things and but they are the center yeah. but here they are just sitting in the corner and they're doing their thing and everybody else is playing and singing and you know by the uh, bonfire and not paying any attention to these two that itself was also different because you know here are the lead actor actresses nobody's interested in knowing yeah. anything about them they were just they were just a couple in love for them Exactly they're just part of the whole scene so i like that and also like the 
what we noticed there were a couple of foreshadowing in the movie yes. so now here is a spoiler alert if people want to watch this movie and they do not want us to tell them what the end is they should probably not hear the rest of the podcast till we right. tell you now you can hear it again yeah. <laughs> <laughs> forward it for like good 2 minutes mm. but if you have seen the movie then you got nothing to worry about then you can go on so the foreshadowing about the end of the movie we notice like there are a couple of scenes which are taking you there yeah. and i'm like a person who just I watch movies just for this. Like I like soak it in. Yeah. I soak it in, and I'm. Yeah. It's like a research paper I'm writing. Yeah, so going back to the foreshadowing, the you know, there's a scene in the beginning where the grandmother is telling, uh, looking at the palm where you know she she mm-hmm. reads palms, and then Jui Chawla asks her, "How's my lifeline?" And yeah. the grandmother looks at her, and he's like, "Oh, it's your birthday today, and you know you're not supposed to read palms on your birthday." Mm-hmm. And then there's another one where they are. clicking pictures and then they're like trying to keep the copies like oh but you know you're not supposed to keep the picture with the sunset because yeah. that it's is not uh good yeah that was one and the other one the biggest one is like the knife which hmm. amir khan uses to kill himself in the end right. was actually given to him by juhi chawla she that's a gift she buys oh. from the oh. hotel gift store to give mm-hmm. it to him because she was thinking of him and that is a knife he uses to uh, kill himself so i felt like this is like all like nuggets here and there yeah. and it's not like i noticed them this time i noticed mm. them like way before <laughs> i was like oh my god you watch your movies like you're doing a research i i i do i just love knowing like things like background information and yeah. like information about who the friend is and who yeah. is this person who's like driving the car and i would like keep i i would remember like if i see these people in different movies i'd be like oh this is the same person who was driving the car in yeah. that movie <laughs> and that person's name like now actually i'm glad they actually mentioned the names in the credits like they'll say the person driving the car and the name but back when i was younger and i used to look at such thing there was no credits so i had no idea who these people are i was i'm also kind of little bit like that where if i felt like the side character i would want to like do some research and find out who that person is and you know what they're up to right now because i used to think that i'm weird for thinking of these things and noticing that right but yeah so hopefully the people who are listening to a podcast are our tribe who also yeah. think this is like very normal i think you know there are probably more people out there who notice such things but then nobody talks about right. them so there's nobody to like discuss it to validate it there yeah. yeah there are more like i'm sure there are more fanatics yeah. like us out there who are oh, for sure. no yeah. noticing everything around it yeah so what else what else did you have any other favorite scenes i think that that's all i had your foreshadowing part is super interesting since it is also kind of like a romeo adaptation of romeo and juliet like shakespeare also has a lot of foreshadowing that happens in the book i think maybe the director wanted to kind of like you know stay true to that as well It was done in such a subtle way in the movie. When you caught all those little things, you know, it kind of like makes a lot of sense. I wanted to also mention a couple of mm. other actors who are in this movie, like Alok Nath and Rima Lagu, who are a really occurring uh, people on our series of quintessential Hindi movies. Yeah. And people will hear about them again in our coming episodes. But these two people are 
in this movie as well and this time the aloknath is playing amir's uncle his mm. father's elder brother and reema lagu is playing juhi chawla's mother but however most of the times uh, reema lagu gets better role better mm. screen presence over here she's pretty much in the background she just has right. like a couple of lines here and there yeah. she still looks stunning oh, and yes. uh, but i wanted to say like there most of the times except for hum saath saath hai i think where they were couple hmm. every time they like aloknath and reema lagu are on the opposite sides like they one person belongs to the actress's family and the other yeah. person belongs to actor's family uh-huh. and only like in hum saath saath hai i think they were like a husband wife but yeah that's so, interesting <laughs> those are the two people who are occurring again and again in our series yeah But yeah, so I think to wrap this up, I think this whole movie had a really realistic overall feel. It was a really sweet romantic story. You could relate to it back then and I think most of the people would be able to relate to it even today. Yeah. It has some phenomenal music and really really cute looking star lead. Yeah, absolutely. It has the perfect songs. It has awesome acting skills by everyone in the movie actually. And I think that's credit to the director. And um also I think um the term chocolate boy, which is I think which is very Indian, right? I chocolate think boy? so. Yeah. yeah. I've never heard it anywhere else. Yeah. <laughs> so so the term chocolate boy actually came up after this movie looking at Amir Khan because you know he was this he was this really cute good looking young guy and who's very soft spoken he's not a typical in hindi movie men uh, actors who were always like fighting and you know there were a lot of revenge action dra- dramas and everything but he was like a very soft spoken man i think it was just the beginning of the whole chocolate boy image for him and also for other actors i think who would come up later yeah. you know so yeah we are in 2018 now and then considering that he came out he his movie came out in 88 to 2018 just to see the graph of his work wow. it's insane like i wonder if amir knew back then where he would be in like 30 years it's like yeah. oh my god it's crazy 30 years absolutely yeah one more thing that i read about the ending was uh, mansoor khan's dad wanted like wanted a happy ending mm-hmm. but uh, mansoor put his foot down and he he told his dad that no this movie has to have this ending and it, so he had to kind of like take a stand to have the ending that we have now Yeah. I I kind of like the ending. I mean, I right. know it's sad. Probably back then I probably must have bawled my eyes out. But now I'm like <laughs> I get it. True love doesn't exist. If it exists, it has to like have you have to die. I mean, if you die together, that's true love, right? Like you don't have to suffer without each other. <laughs> and they kind of like had the uh, the sweet love story and then they died. <laughs> like there was no they didn't have to live up to all the reality of life hitting them <laughs> exactly i mean how long could they have kept that up eventually yeah. they would have to like you know have get married have kids be miserable yeah. blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, yeah. they missed that whole part they had this sweet love story yeah. and then they died i'm i'm okay with that and our last segment about recasting for this movie I know my opinion is the same as what it was for Bobby. Since there were newcomers in this movie originally, I would still mm-hmm. like to see newcomers if it were ever to get made again because I think the freshness only comes when you see faces that you haven't seen before. Right. Anybody and all the people who are so-called newcomers or younger people in the industry right mm-hmm. now, they're all like in their late 20s, early 30s. Yeah. It's too late. You need people in their like early 20s at most for this movie. So, fresh casting. Yes, I agree. 
I I totally agree with you. So I really didn't think of I couldn't think of anyone else at present who I okay. would like to recast. Yeah. So I came up with this interesting thing of would you rather? Tanvi, okay. are you are you ready to play? <laughs> I'm not ready, but let's go. <laughs> okay. So would you rather have Amir Khan in the movie or the song Ae Mere Hum Safar? Oh. think i would have amir khan in the movie because you know the movie is like 2 hour 40 minutes long and they could always use that song in another movie and i would love it just as much but what if that never that song never got made i'd rather lose a song versus lose amir khan and his 30 years of amazing work should he have never launched considering it was his first movie wow okay fair enough like okay, second would you rather have kayamat se kayamat tak aur jo jeeta wahi sekandar i know you love Ooh. both the movies so <laughs> <laughs> i know i already said that i love both the movies they both can't exist in different like mm-hmm. no, no just one will be made yeah. okay then i think just uh, purely on the content i would choose jojita vai sikandar hmm. because we have a lot of love stories but we do not have enough unique content out there which is jojita vai sikandar which is complete like you can't put it in any box it has it is just one of its kind not bad i thought you'll just die <laughs> i know i'm actually yeah. i'm very i'm very decisive that's something mm. probably yeah you don't know about yeah. me i'm very decisive yeah. i can make up my mind very easily oh wow <laughs> okay last one so would you rather have both of them dead spoiler alert or would you rather have just one person die at the end and the other have no memory of what happened between them no i think i already answered that like i'm pretty happy with the ending so i think i'd rather they both die i think that to me i know it's like very sadistic but that to me is like ultimate love story because you mm-hmm. fell in love and then you died because you know life is overrated overall like if you find a good <laughs> If you're having a good end like with somebody you love that's it like you're all supposed to die right so i'd rather die in the arms of somebody i love wow nice tanvi i like all your answers yeah thanks you didn't warn me and i don't have anything for you but be prepared next time yeah. oh shoot <laughs> i hate would you rather <laughs> when i have to answer <laughs> so that was it i hope you had fun as much as uh, we had while recording this show we will see you next week with another quintessential hindi movie till then take care and also catch us on social media at moviewala podcast see you next time bye bye